got Marvel on your marble? Well, if you're going to put it like that, then no. (laughs) 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 Shit. I done screwed it up already. Oh, geez. Yeah, no, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, I don't want to go down that road. It's too easy. Too easy. (laughs) All too easy. All too Uh, easy. But you've been thinking about Marvel, is what you're saying. Yeah. Playing a lot of Marvel Snap? Yep, playing a lot of Marvel Snap. I really like that game. Yeah. It's really nice to see something that is like easy to pick up, but infinitely difficult to master. Oh man, there's so many good strats out there that I am not using. (laughs) (laughs) I have like, I have the one deck, you know, I haven't bought anything. So I just have the one deck that you can like build a little bit on through the, the sort of, I don't know, the level up system, Mm -hmm. the, the monthly pass or whatever. The free monthly pass. Uh, so you get some cards. I got those. Uh, and it's basically just like the most simple strat ever. Where, which is just like, get a few people, get like three people on a thing and then bring Tony Stark out. <laughs> or Iron Man, like, specifically. Yeah, he's like, I'm Iron Man. And then he doubles up that the, the, the locations numbers. And you're like, oh no, Iron Man's got it. Yeah. Yeah. I basically have a couple. And then I have like Incredible Hulk for the end. Anywhere I just need to blow out 13 guaranteed points. Yeah, like I gotta gotta, gotta blow this match out like I blow out a toilet. Yes, that's what I say. Yeah. That's what I'm known for. (laughs) I've I've heard. I've heard. What else else has you thinking about the, the big red M, as they call it? Oh, Midnight Suns, that's why. Of course. You're playing, you picked up Midnight Suns, you're playing Midnight Suns. I haven't picked it up yet, uh, because I, you know, I own a home now, so I have to be a responsible homeowner. Yep. yep. Uh, Better with my money. (laughs) But uh, it's what that translates to. Um, Mm. But uh, how is it treating you? What's it like? It's like, um, it's tough because I'm, I'm still trying to rationale my feelings around it. Interesting. Cause, cause so it's, it has, it's not just like a cut and dry. It's the best. Nah, it wasn't like when I fired up Spider-Man and I started just like oh teaching God. the web, web swinging tutorial. I was like, okay, this game rocks. I don't care about anything else. This, I don't, this truly, I don't think there is a single player game since that I have picked up and just been immediately engrossed by i finished that one so quick and i you know me i rarely finish (laughs) yeah i mean you barely get through like the first act yeah but those suits were so good to uh, collect yeah now they get you it's it was one of two games i platinumed that year brilliant is that one in god of war the 2018 scott of war Mm -hmm. yeah um fantastic fantastic um, no, yes, you'll see it approval, but with but Midnight Suns, you got some more complex feelings about it. Sounds like yeah. So like, there's a lot of you know, it's it is definitely XCOM, just distributed a lot more. So you know, in case instead of your like side view cut of a base that you level up rooms and dig down into, 
Uh It's like this whole huge, like, third person space that you run around and explore and collect shit and all all the shit. You just take it. Is that when you take control of your custom character? Yes. The hunter. The hunter. (laughs) Which is your name, by the way. Oh, boy. And do they have a set of powers that are are predetermined, or or is there some customization available to you there as well? For the hunter? Yes. No, they have a set of powers. Oh, okay. Are they cool at least? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, I guess the Midnight Suns thing is like, everyone needs to own a sword. Because a lot of them own swords, and the hunter is no different. (laughs) It's a bit of an aesthetic thing. You know, it's just like, there's Blade over there. He's got a sword. And there's Magic over there. She's got Magical a sword. Magical sword, yep. Yep. <laughs> Who else got swords? Well, the Hunter has two swords, so you know they're real serious about it. Oh, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like a weird set of light and dark-based powers and all this weird shit. Like, the, the Hunter's fine. I'm I'm actually not mad about the Hunter. It's just... Like there's a lot to do, and they layer in the systems. And I, every time I think I'm done, it's another system that just gets introduced to me, and I'm like, <laughs> "Sounds Holy complex." Sh-. Yeah, it's not only complex, but then you have to like go around and make friends with these people. You don't have oh. to, but but like it really benefits you to be like, "Hey, Blade, I know you don't like nobody, especially people who try the ice skate uphill." I understand this, but will you be my friend? And he's like, I don't want to talk to you. You're like, shit, now I got to figure out what Blade likes. And, (laughs) you know, like, you can't be complimentary because he ain't all about that. And he's all about, like, I like the art of war and fishing. And you're just like, fuck, okay, can we fish in this place? Is there a fishing pond? Sure enough, there is. There's a location where you can go hang out with Blade and go fishing if you like or take someone to the pool. And you're just like, what the fuck is this? And then you're not even, like, battling. And I think the biggest problem with me is the battling. I don't know how I feel about it. Because where, like, XCOM, you know, like, you have to go through a map and a location this is just like high-end mobile battle. Oh, really? So it's like, that's it's like, like, do you just go down into like a single location and you're exactly you're a single location. When reinforcements come in, they just kind of run in from off the sides, oh. and they're just there. <laughs> and you use cards, and your cards are how you do the moves. So, like, sometimes you can draw your hero's cards, or sometimes you'll draw, like, useless shit, and you have to really manage how many card plays you have versus redraws. But it feels very, like, there's just a lot of mobile, and I'm not knocking this at all, but there's a lot of mobile-centric stuff in there that makes me just kind of go, like, I don't know how I feel about you. I don't know how I feel about you right now. Yeah, wow. Uh, that is I, that is disappointing. I thought the maps would be like XCOM. Yeah, now like you can smash people into like objects and things and knock back, and it has some of that. And I just discovered I was able to KO somebody off a roof, which was nice because I didn't think that would even be a thing. Like 
you know, like there is when you get to the edges of the battlefield, you will see like a red fake force field around it. So I'm just uh-huh. like, oh, okay. So is this like this is the extent of my awesomeness is like caught in one of those like tangerine nets from the from the uh, the Safeway, you know, like the shit, the fucking little plastic nets. But I was able to knock a dude <laughs> off the roof, and I was like, all right, finally something went my way. And please do not get me wrong. Like when the heroics or like some of their, some of the heroes abilities are like, holy shit. Like ghost riders when he summons his car. Uh Oh my God. That looks like that. That's fantastic. So that's cool. Interesting. Yeah, Like, like they have some, and blade is a badass. Like I know why now they put blade as like kind of the first person you meet. Because he he's he's pretty badass and things and and there's like depth to it. Please do not get me wrong, but like just the locations are not like okay. I'm gonna put Blade behind this box here and that'll protect him. There ain't none of that shit. So if you're looking for like wow. a pure wow. XCOM experience, you're not gonna get it from this. It's that, a real. That's crushing. <laughs> yeah, like no misses. Like no one's missing nothing. You can hit somebody, you gonna hit them, but that also means the bad guy's gonna hit you. Maybe I just lack imagination, but I thought in my head I was just thinking, you know how they kind of translated the XCOM format to Mario and Rabbids and those uh, those Switch games that they have out, um, where Mario has a gun. <laughs> but, oh yeah, uh, yeah, that's fine. Mario's got a gun. Well, that sounds like that's more XCOM. Oh, hundred percent. The this so yeah, no. so hero positioning. Do you get to change it at all? Are they static? You you get one. So positioning will change on two things. Uh huh. Either a move that you use will force a character to have to move closer to use it, but there's okay. no range distance. So like, in other words, like you don't have to like if you're trying to do a ranged attack, you'll just kind of move into the range and attack. Like there's no like distance or whatever but or like if you're going to do a melee attack you will just melee the motherfucker even if you're across the room as long as you it doesn't even matter if you can or cannot see them like you will see them and you can do it because there's none of that like obfuscation really um or you get one move and sometimes there will be certain things that let you move your characters more than only one move a turn pretty much though Hmm. so you can you can move like one character straight up or you can move a character to use any of the interactables if you have hero heroism which okay. is something that you earn by spending cards that grant you heroism um and then uh, certain cards have heroism spenders but like say like there's like uh i don't know a crate on the ground that'll mm-hmm. cost one heroism so if you got two heroism and there's a bad guy within the area, you can pick that crate up and throw it at him. Or <laughs> okay. kick like a, kick no, like a card a at him. Or, now we're talking. Yeah, it's just like, or, you know, smash someone into, uh, like, there's, like, pallets you can sometimes, like, jump off of, and you'll do a little fancy attack or some shit. I was really and, hoping you could just explore the map. Like, it, like you're saying, where, with XCOM, there's, like sort of 
scouting the map and like finding the right positions and like the the whole plan of position based plan of attack is really fun. Maybe they got, I guess they just felt like hey this these the heroes are just like it wouldn't be realistic if we did it like this because why would Iron Man miss from like point blank? Oh Lord, I don't I. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't sure. Like, I mean, all the combat showed that it was, like, even the early stuff showed that it was just in one specific area. But it's, like, the areas are very detailed and, you know, they look great. There's just really, positioning is just thought of differently. It's really about, like, trying to get knockbacks or uh, smashing dudes into other dudes to damage them further but yeah there's no like hey i moved behind this fucking box to give me some cover from that attack nah 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 that'll work <laughs> he he will run up and punch you in the face that box so it's nothing to you it's like an arena yeah that yeah, has like going. wall like a circular barrier and then there's like a very pretty exterior to the arena that is but correct. it is just like it's kind of like you're in rpg and like an uh, a jrpg encounter a little bit yeah there you go perfect hmm. perfect perfect way to describe it and but i do you, don't is there an overworld like is are you just or are you selecting missions like you would in xcom so you're given a, a list of missions uh some are like one is story based and the other are like rando missions that give you things that you could like either used to upgrade uh, stuff at the forge or, you know, ingredients or some shit. Because it's a cross between, you know, science and magic. That's uh-huh. a lot of what they're doing there. So, like, you can go on those side missions. And sometimes they require you to bring a, a set hero. It'll, it'll be kind of like that hero's type of mission. And other times um, you can kind of bring whoever and the story missions are like multi-phased usually so you're at least seeing two locations there but you're kind of bouncing to those locations it's not like it's not like a whole map where you have to engage and like venom's at the end of it and you're like yeah i'm gonna fuck venom up yeah well those days are gone right the the days of uh the original marvel ultimate alliance super cool love that beat em up adventure game yeah, yeah, no, that's it. That's done. That is not this. This. Yeah, but, so you're the way you described it, sort of like a grown-up or a AAA mobile game, seems very apt. It does yeah. very much seem like, if you're talking, especially it's like you have this overworld that I guess is just sort of like a relationship simulator. Kind of, and, it's, yeah. Well, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You had a thought. Uh... And then it's just like a list of missions that take place in like these little environments. They probably reuse a lot or, or no, have they been, have the environments been mostly bespoke? I have not encountered a, a a reuse, like a full reuse yet, but I would for sure say that they have to exist. There's probably an end game. Or something, or where you're probably going to be replaying these, or at the very least. Yeah, uh, I mean, the only the other thing is you can only do a mission a a, a day. So huh? like, so you can do one mission, you go on it, then you have to come back to your home 
where, oh, where right, you yeah. all are hanging out. And then you can do anything around there and you, you advance your relationships and unlock new things that way. But like, you just can't be like, Hey, you know what? That was super fun. Let me go ahead and bang out another mission. Instead, it's just like, no, it's time for you to go to sweep. You should go to sweep. And then you go to sweep, and then you like, you might have a nightmare. You might not have a nightmare. I don't know. Or it's like you go running around looking for uh, gotcha boxes all through the, the landscape. They literally have these rarity boxes that you'd find keys for that will open and give you, like, unlocks. And then the worst part is... You want to know how grindy? This is why it really does feel like Marvel Impact. Let's uh-huh. just, you know, like Genshin Impact with Marvel sure, yeah. characters. Is you'll unlock colors and shit. And you're like, cool. Then you'll look at the colors to change your costumes. And then some of them are good. Now, then you got to spend this other resource to unlock that color so you oh, unlock yeah. the option to then unlock that color for your character <laughs> okay well yeah. Mm-hmm. so yeah you just unlock the it's kind of like when we're what we're playing in a uh, dark tide right where they you unlock a family of weapons they're like yeah cool you you can buy this weapon now you don't get it but you could buy it if you got the money yeah, but like, take that one layer away because the the weapon is actual applicable to your your. That's gameplay. true. That's this true. Is, <laughs> this is like <laughs> literally like. Swapped. Do you want? Do you want like this blood red, uh, you bad. know, color? Yeah. Well, you'll have to spend three hundred of this other resource at. Yep, you're gonna have to grind some re- grebos. Yeah, so. and you're just like, really? Come on, why? It's like that's the thing. It is. It is nice the character creator is pretty decent like the running around it's called the abbey that's your the location you're at of course yes the the i've seen screenshots and of course that's it's from the comics as well yes i mean i guess i don't know it's like some pocket dimension bullshit in maine i don't know but the the whole thing is just kind of like the the whole time while i'm playing i'm like I wonder if I'll eventually be able to play this on my iPad. It seems like I'm so I'm watching while you've been describing it. I've been I've been watching a, a gameplay video of it, and it sure seems like it could be on the iPad. Yeah, there's nothing in here that tells me that it couldn't. It's got you could optimize this, take away some of these fancy effects or shaders or whatever, and and get it on most mobile devices. It seems like. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's just so it's just so weird, but it it's voice acted well enough like some of the characters you're like mm, okay okay dime store uh rdj i get it i get it <laughs> yeah and then you can tell that certain characters still have certain considerations like the fact that spider-man is in it but his classic costume you cannot color with any of the colors it has to stay the blue and red <laughs> Okay. Now his other costumes you can, but that's that, funny. That They're classic like, no, no. one, no, no. They, well, they can't muddy the. They can't trademark those, so they, they wouldn't want those out there, right? I mean, I guess it's whoever owns the. Uh, I guess it's got to be Sony who owns the game rights to uh, uh, Spider-Man. Yeah, it must be. Yeah, Man, but like, 
I would say so. I just encountered Blade in this video, and I would say the only, my only note, if I was art directing this character, would be like maybe you can push the glasses out a little bit. <laughs> the glasses are very, they're very narrow and close together. They make a they make his eyes look, I think, more. It kind of it, it's kind of dorky. It's a little dorky. Needs those glasses need to be coolified. <laughs> oh, that, I don't know. That motherfucker also needs like defined shoulders. Well, like, I mean, he's got he's got real. Well, I mean, he's got pumpkins under there. It's the yeah, coats. But, the tailoring really needs to. Yeah, need to adjust just, where that seam is. Yeah, no, there's no, there's a bunch of like that where you just kind of like. Yeah, it's tough, right? Like, I think that having the MCU be as prolific as it is, and then like having the comics, whenever you see somewhere in between, it does kind of have like that uncanny valley feeling to it, right? You're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, these are the people I like, but like, ooh, why does why does Doctor Strange look like he has like a duvet cover? Like his his outfit is made of different duvet covers. Exactly, it's just one of those things where it just makes you kind of go like. You know, is this space balls or is this space balls <laughs> like, uh, you know, fucking stunt doubles? Yeah. It uh, kind of feels right. that way. Yeah. You got this. You arrested the stunt doubles. I don't oh, know yeah. the actual line. Oh. oh, yeah. Oh, and then there's a. Oh, man. There's a. There's a. There's a, a ghost model in this thing. Uh-oh. That just made me look like wow. We went back to PS2, maybe PS3, like graphics. Yeah, and I was just like, oh no, that ain't right. That ain't it, right. It does have that fun quality uh, to a lot of games where they have like characters that have been made by an art team, and then you make your character, and he just looks a little off. Just like the the, <laughs> the fact that he's a player made, you're just like, oh, okay. This doesn't look like someone who would actually be talking to Blade, but I guess he is. Oh yeah, no, there you have. There are some. I'll put it like this: the people you see on the box cover for the Hunter are the ones that they want you to play as the Hunter. Right. You do any variations on that, you know, and try to be. I don't know, individual a little bit more, you're going to be like, ooh. Like, I was watching a streamer play it, and I was just like, <laughs> what is this? Why is this, like, weird He-Man? Yeah, I just saw a guy. He just looked like the a guy who would play bass in a metal band. Exactly. <laughs> and he's Got lost to, in a Ren Fair. He's supposed to be, like, this all-powerful, all-seeing hunter that's supposed to help you out, and you're just like... Listen, Prince Valiant, I can't, I can't, I can't take it serious. I'm just gonna go hang out with the. I'm just, I'm just gonna bring a uh, magic, uh, Doctor Strange, and Captain Marvel along. You can sit this one out. You can sit <laughs> take this one. Out. A, take a name, Hunter. I don't know you. Where's your issue number one? <laughs> Who drew that? Oh, let me guess. Nobody. Get out of here. Yeah, you. You don't Watch belong the- with us. You can't you can't hang out with us. Watch them come out with a comic that is like a tie-in to the game and they have the hunter in it, but they only ever draw from behind or like <laughs> like a hat on. So it's like it could still be your character, guy. It's it's still the hunter. You can tell, right? That's it's a, still your like, it could be yours. There's just always we, off camera. 
Yeah, that's why we that's why we made his back so defined. Put so there's, much detail back there. There's just like six panels of people reacting to the hunter fighting people, but not actually showing it. <laughs> oh Captain oh. America is just like, oh, the hunter's really getting him. <laughs> Give him a one and a two and a one two. I've never like, seen someone punch Modoc that hard. <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> I tell you, you can make a cursed character real quick. In this <laughs> that is uh, fantastic. Um, cool. So, are you ready to get started? <laughs> yeah, let's get started. I've, I I say we keep this entire intro in. <laughs> I mean, we can if you want. Yeah, the twenty-four <laughs> lo- minute long intro. I think people would love to hear your thoughts on Marvel Sons. I think it's a it's a good it's worth it, or right. at least most of it. Okay, so I'll keep it in. Uh, I'll just play the intro anyway because why not? Yeah. Or not? Or, or this could be intro uh, the theme intro list. I mean, really, we, this is are we were in uncharted territory now? I mean, it's a chill cast. Can you tell? Is yeah. that all we need to say? Yeah, it's I mean, I, I have, I have a whole, I had a whole intro I wrote for it real quick. Well, let's do it then. If you have okay, an intro okay. you wrote, let's do it. Let's okay, not well, waste that effort. Well, I'm keeping everything in the front, so don't worry about that. I'm gonna Great. play the theme song and then I'll do the intro anyway and whatever. Party let's in do. the front, party in the back. That's this episode's promise. That sounds good to me. Let's go. go. You know we gotta keep it hype all day and night like this. Showing love when we can. Shout out to the super fans. Uh huh. You don't really wanna miss pop soccer. Stay lit. So if you ready, we ride and take it back to the '90s. From movies to the video games, just a couple of nerds keep it so entertaining. Hey, pop soccer. Oh, the weather outside is frightful. But the booze is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, we record a show, a show, a show. It shows no signs of stopping. And we've brought some pop culture for popping. The lights are kept at a reasonable level. Because welcome to Pop Saga's Winter Chili Chillcast. TM, 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 TM. <laughs> yeah, uh, since it is the wintry months, we figured a Winter Wonder Chili Chillcast was in order. This has nothing to do with the fact that most of the shows we watch have ended. No, <laughs> it's time to sit back with a mold spice, whatever, and listen to us ramble on. You might be asking who's us when I say, I can't help you there, but I am John on the streets and everywhere else. And as always, I'm joined by Forrest Miser. Whatever he's touch starts to melt in his clutch because he's too much. There you go. That's the intro. (laughs) Excellent. Yeah, great. That's uh, that is true. That is true. That is uh, what is on my my most recent performance report. Uh, everything that I touch it melts because I'm too much. I messed up the words, but yeah, I mean, I thought it was just because you got those clammy hands. Yeah, that too. Yeah, I have real. (laughs) I actually don't have clammy hands. I look like someone who might have clammy hands and i don't have clammy hands i'm very dry i've been called i have i've been told i have like my hands are very wrinkly so they, oh, you got they raisin look, hands yes 
They look wizened. I have the the hands of a uh, of, of a seventy year old. Oh, Shout so out to all you seventy uh, year olds out there. Keep Welcome it in real. <laughs> oh, so John, I heard a I heard a little characteristic pop. Uh, uh, that tells me that uh, you've opened a beverage, so I think yep. we all know that it's that time in the show. Tell uh, me yeah. John. Yeah, it's the finished long drink. Someone dented the shit out of this can, though. It's like someone oh, was really mad at it. A um, dented finished long drink. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I'm trying to keep it chill, so I wasn't looking for the best can. For this audio adventure for everyone. Yeah, the finished long drink, because while it's a legend of 1952, it's a legend for John since 2022. There you go. I do. I also love a finished long drink. They figured it out. They did. Um, they, they truly did. Uh, I, tonight, I am going to be enjoying a shilling hard cider. Uh, it's got a... Uh, it's got a lion with glasses on the uh, the can. Very beautiful illustration, wreathed by what looks like olive branches in a sort of peaceful dove sort of way. And these uh, this is London Dry Apple Hard Cider. Only two grams of sugar, and it's very dry. It's exactly what I wanted. It's as dry uh, as his hands, folks. As dry as his hands. You got it. I mean, I love, I, I love a dry cider. A sweet cider is real gross to me. Um, so this is, uh, this is a treat, and it feels. I mean, I, part of me is like, warm it up because it is literally snowing up here. Well, uh, you're finally, you're finally getting that snow, huh? Yes. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know how you deal with it. I'd be, I'd be crippled with the snow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can't Cri- handle it. Crippled in snow, as they say. Uh, no, I, uh, I am there with you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because it is. Uh, I have a. I have, my car is not one that is made for such things. Yep. Uh, my car does not do all that well in the snow. It's a front-wheel drive car. Uh, I got all-season radials on there. You know that's not a that isn't a great tire for this uh, this sort of occasion. But I'll tell you, I did slide slide down the hill the other day. Oh no! Yes. Oh I, no! I made the executive decision not to go to work or to work from home that day because I left for work, as you do. Mm-hmm. And uh, I ended up sliding down down the the ding dang hill. <laughs> Jesus, nope. You know it's it's like your car like tries to desperately uh, engage the uh, the electron electronic stability control, which uh, mm-hmm. you know uh, makes the the tires sort of uh, they stop and start. They're trying to they're trying to uh, not spin basically. To stop wheel spin and move the power where you can get traction, I assume. And uh, yeah, slid a little bit down a hill, and then I, so I was like, "Oh, well, I'm, I'm gonna turn around and go back." But I'm, then I'm like, "Oh, I have to go back up a hill now." Oh, oh that's how hills work. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. And so I 
as these like four wheel drive F one fifties and different like uh, you know all terrain vehicle cars came zooming past me, I <laughs> I just basically inched up the hill in this in my crappy little uh, car, just like inch by inch, just while people are just laughing at me in four wheel drive. Sweet Jeebus. So I mean, you know, the, the biggest question here is. You you gonna put some mutters on your uh, on your car, or are you right. are you gonna finally upgrade to a you gonna finally be forced with a truck? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't have the money to like buy a car at the moment, so I'm just like, well, I guess I could try out winter tires, which is a thing I've never had to even consider before. Being uh, from uh, you know California as I as I am, uh, and you know I don't know. There's a lot that he's like, okay, I'm going to go to a tire shop, right? They're going to put mm-hmm. on winter tires. Then I'm going to have to store some tires at a place? I'm just going to trust my precious little rubber babies? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> with, well. When with when some rando? Yeah, I mean, especially when you're sounding like that, I definitely wouldn't do it. it sounds like some sort of. I mean, come on. Tires are so expensive. I've, I value them like as if they were. <laughs> I mean, they are they are valuable. That is for sure. <laughs> that is for sure. They are, they are that. They are that. And you know what the worst part is? You know what you're what? gonna have to start doing now. You have to start taking the your car to go get the underside sprayed and cleaned. Uh, well, well. Here's the. You know, guess what? Here is the benefit of living in the PNW. Okay. Even though it does get very cold up here and it does snow, it snows more, I think, in the lowland now than it did in the past. So that's not always been a, a Seattle thing. But uh, up in the Pacific Northwest here, they don't salt the roads <laughs> all that okay. often. Okay. Well, all right. They don't do all that good a job with salting the roads. So I think I might, I don't know, I think I might be, I'll probably still have to clean it eventually. I did drive on some salted roads, but... Man, the underside of the car. Yeah, I never. Yeah, I. Yeah. I, I no I one almost, thinks about. No uh, one thinks about it. Yeah, like I mean, there's a bunch of crap underneath your car already. But now think about the fact that you have a rusting time bomb. Yeah, I mean, like I looked under it. Just I was out recently. Uh, you know, I went out. It wasn't snowing that hard, and I was like, great. And the it wasn't really sticking to the ground, and I was like, perfect time to go out. I go out. Sudden blizzard, basically. <laughs> uh, let's just say I tried to stop at a stop sign, and I think I may have gotten a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> I saw I saw the flash of a lens. I'm like, what? What do you want me to do over here? I mean, the you know, one of those traffic hands. Get a truck. <laughs> That's what they want you to do, right? I'm just like I'm trying. I'm I'm going as fast as I feel comfortable going. Do you want me to slide into the shell station? Uh, damn you! Well, anyway, uh, yeah, it's it's crazy, and uh, you know the dog doesn't like it either. Uh, no one likes it. Well, the first snow is is so fantastic. Sure, I love. Sure, I like. So this is my second winter up here where it snowed a lot in the uh, you know around where I live, and mm. uh, it is definitely like that first snow is magic. Because snow looks beautiful when it falls from the sky. It is just undeniably. It's like weird little cotton balls are falling from the sky and they float down. 
in a way that rain doesn't. And so the physics, I think, are very... Uh, they just, it is magical. Also, it baffles sound. So, like, you go out when it's snowing, and there's a weird, eerie silence. Snow is very cool <laughs> in that way. Uh, but, uh, man, after a little while, you're like, okay, all done. I mean, what is that? Day two, three? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Once it starts getting slushy and, you know, you're, you get your shoes soaked and you're just freezing and it's like you have to put on a bunch of, you have to take a bunch of extra steps to do everything. Then you're like, ah, okay, I'm good. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. It's just too much extra work. And, like, what yeah. do you get out of it? You got to store your tires. You got You need a tire closet now. I um, mean, I don't have the space for... I barely have the space for the stuff I own. I don't have a space for a tire closet. You better get one. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I mean, you I mean, better the, get one. The, the answer is I have to pay someone to hold my regular tires while I get winter tires, but... Maybe I just won't. I mean, it only happened the first day it snowed because there was a bunch of loose snow on the road. I'm sure I'll be fine. Nah, Jeebus. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> yeah, you have fun with that. Um, I'm going to just stay down here where it's just traditionally cold. Yeah, it's just kind of chilly and rainy. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's super a, rainy. Folks make a lot about there having, there being four seasons, you know, in a place like this. And I think to a certain extent I get it because having seasons that are different in a bad way mm-hmm. definitely makes the seasons that are nice extra special. So I think that that kind of like the dopamine rush you get when it's like really spring around here is insane. Cause it's just like everything, the co- the color is back. The greenery is back. It f- life is back it definitely feels like uh, like sort of like a mini emotional apocalypse is over so i get why like i get i think that's why people love four seasons just because like the rush you get in that when things actually are nice again is just like oh my god i never knew i thought it was gone forever the sun i mean that makes sense with the exception that you could just live in a place where that's just not a thing. And you would never right. have to worry about it. Yeah, and you take it for granted because you're just like, it's nice all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. I, I love it. I love it. Like, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Everyone's just like, oh, we got all these wonderful seasons. I'm like, uh, three out of the four sound terrible. Let me just go ahead and, you know, cover the spread and just have a fairly decent amount of time. With very few moments of being very uncomfortable. Yeah, but like I said, last year when it snowed, when the first time it snowed, I went, uh, my younger brother was staying with us, and we decided to go on a hike because it was just like, there's nothing to do. It was so much snow, they hadn't cleared out the parking lot, I couldn't drive anywhere. This is before I had covered parking, so like, the, the car was just, you know, covered in snow, so nowhere to go. Uh, so we went, there was like a hiking trail behind the, uh, apartment I used to live in and, uh, we went for a hike in the snow and it was, you know, probably like ankle deep powder, Mm -hmm. beautiful, silent, beautiful trail through the snow. Yeah. Second time you mentioned that silence, that seems 
uh, creepy, but that's fine. That's fine. It is kind of, it's creepy in sort of a magical way. But anyway, like, it was a, it was like a, uh, at least for me, it was like an, an inspiring and almost transcendent experience to be out there when it's like that because the snow is weird in that it covers everything. And it makes everything look interesting in a different way uh, than you've seen it before. Uh, but it's, again, it's like a first snow kind of thing. Eventually it turns to just brown slush or gray slush. And you're just like, ugh. Yeah, like, I mean, the one time I was in a place that snowed snow that wasn't like Tahoe or whatever. Mm-hmm. Was yeah, I wasn't, yeah, but even when I was there, the snow it didn't snow, it was just snowed, if that right? Makes it, sense. Ha- it had snowed at some it point, it had snow, there was no falling snow, no magical moments of snowflakes falling. None of that. The one place I had that happen was Chicago, and I remember you know, my sister was like, Okay, we're gonna go out, we're gonna do this, do that, and I just opened the door. And these little flakes are coming down, and they're not sticking on the ground. And my understanding is, you know, it's it's not it's not like a real snow. But I saw that, and I said, I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> and she's like, what are you talking about? I was like, it's snowing outside. I ain't going anywhere. I'm going to stay here until that snow goes away. And she's like, it's not even sticking. I'm like, I don't care. This is one level above rain. I don't know how to handle it later. And I just took my coat off, sat back down <laughs> on the couch, ruined all the plans. Cause I was like, I'm not getting in that. I don't know what that is. I brought I mean, all the wrong clothes to come out here with in the first place, but I'm not dealing with snow. That thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it, it is like a, it's a tricky business snow. And uh, it's not a comfortable weather to be out in, but uh, it's now it's part of my life, so I have to learn to live with it. I bought a little snow shovel, oh. a collapsible. It's it's not like wide because so far there hasn't been enough snow to where a, a shovel was necessary. But it's just like a little emergency shovel I can put in my car if I need to get a little extra traction, and it is. The most beautiful color of red. It does look like Iron Man's armor. Oh, that's nice. That sounds really lovely, except for the whole part that you now need a shovel in your car. <laughs> right? Because you can the get trapped magic in it. of the snow. Holy I was telling shit. you about this yesterday, but like, there is something very funny about... like how snow kind of covers it sort of plasters over uh like anything that is kind of like you know might be ugly or or unsightly that you you pass like literally you could see a a pile of trash in 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 the summer months and just be like Mm -hmm. oh this is abhorrent someone should should do something about this and then you then you go by in the winter time and it's covered in that first just powdery snow and you're just like, look at that pile of trash. It's Christmas time. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, there could be a, a banded mattress underneath there. You never know <laughs> until right. the, the, the springtime. 
<laughs> when everything starts uncovered, you get to find out the pack of rats or whatever was living underneath there, pile of dukes that was left in that snowpack while people are slipping, sliding all over, going, <laughs> the snow is so delightful, it really is. <laughs> Yeah, the kidding. mattress cup filled with fingernails <laughs> is glistening in the moonlight <laughs> on Christmas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's very much, uh, it's weird. Uh, and then it starts to melt and you're like, <laughs> Oh my God, it's a trash. It's just we're in a trash heap. I wouldn't be surprised if that's how most people get rid of most of their furniture. Oh, that'll be a nice little thing for the kids to play on while it's snowing. And then, you know, eventually someone will pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> Just a man on side of the road. I was walking in the sort of like uh, wooded area that is around the condo complex. And uh, I, I was walking my dog and I came upon a pillowcase filled nope. with something. It was nope. filled to the to, to bursting, nope. and somebody had tried to like kind of put it behind like one of those nope. like water meters or whatever. And I was just like, "Yep, I just did a one eighty. Yeah, no, not three. You didn't do a three sixty. I'd, right, I'd be right back face to face with that pillowcase. No, exactly. I did a one eighty spin, and this went the other way. Nah, nah, nah. See. That's a, like you've mentioned that a lot. You're like, oh, I've gone hiking around my apartment. I do this around this. I'm like, what? Those days are over. Those days are over. I used where I used to live Mm -hmm. was like they carved, they carved out of the the woods this place for this new apartment complex, and so there was like a nature trail that was right in the back of it, Uh, Mm -hmm. so it made hiking uh, quite easy and and gorgeous. Those days are over. Where I live now. I find pillowcases full of <laughs> full of questionable material. Uh, I uh, I went out to take the trash out the other day, and there was just somebody had had drove in here and dropped off their their water bottles filled with piss. Oh no! You know those? Yeah, you yeah. see those around? I'm sure. Uh, and I had, to, I had to get my latex gloves out and fucking throw those uh, those two bottles away, and then throw the gloves away, of course. Uh, well, I mean, of course, I'm glad I'm not hearing you saying you kept your gloves. No, I, yeah, of course, I kept the gloves and I put them in okay. uh, some water and I made a soup stock. Of course, of course I did. You gotta love it. I like yeah. the fact that you found somebody's pillow spouse behind on some trail. <laughs> it wasn't even a trail. It's like a little, it's just like a weird green, like, the where I live is weird. It's just got a bunch of weird trees and overgrowth and... I basically live in like a a cabin. <laughs> I mean, it's not really a cabin, but it has that feeling of just like we're at summer camp. Man, you do you 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 doing too much. You doing too much. <laughs> there's too there's too much activity. You like you're getting yeah. stalked by wolves or whatever in the silent snow. Yep. Uh, pillow spouses, <laughs> piss bottles. Yep. Yeah, my life is uh, enviable. <laughs> it definitely sounds like it. You make me really Never miss that moment. kind of that country living. You know, I mean, part of me certainly does. It does. I like where I live right now. Does feel like we're you're kind of out in the middle of nowhere, and then you find bottles of 
house. <laughs> and it brings you right back. Yep. Or somebody like, you realize that at three o'clock in the morning, somebody was eating McDonald's in your parking lot and just throwing the wrappers out of the window. Devil may care. Uh, yeah, and I got a couple of bottles I'm going to leave here too after I finish this filet yep. of fish. Because I can't be, I can't be bothered to pee in a bush like a like a uh, good upstanding a, citizen, a normal person. Go well, pee in could, a bush. Well, he could be like me and have the neighbor who like thinks he's very slick, but he's doing whippets in his car. It's either mm. that or he's making he's making like car mochas, but I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You yeah, never I, mean, know. I don't see a cup, but I sure as hell see that fucking whipped cream dispenser. Yeah, like... maybe, maybe he's doing a test run for his his uh, his mocha delivery uh, business. <laughs> okay, if I get this right, I can get fresh whipped cream to seven customers before I have to replenish. Listen, time. six whipped creams. <laughs> Five whipped creams. You gotta get this cream right. The ratio is off. The customers will ride if you don't have the right cream. <laughs> I mean, it's just cream in a bottle. Then you put the thing in, and then you get whipped cream out of it. So there's no ratio. You can put too much in the bottle. That's fair, <laughs> but speaking of that, I was driving to, uh, I was driving to work the other day. And uh, I was at, I was stopped at a, uh, a stoplight and um, I saw a guy walk across the street, take a, a whipped cream can out of a drugstore bag and just do whippets in the middle of <laughs> the crosswalk. <laughs> I mean, when you got it, when you got to burn off some brain cells, that's what you got. You got to just take a chance. Uh, you know, I mean, and I, I'm not laughing at this, this uh, individual, Obviously. which which is, yeah, I mean, I don't know their situation, but it was just, like, we've all been there. You're halfway through a crosswalk, and you're just like, this crosswalk is so boring. You know what would make it fun, though? Whippets. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. This will get me to the other side of this four-lane crosswalk. It was four lanes, to be fair. Oh, well, that's, that's, a, that's a fairly big crosswalk. That's a trek. Yeah, like I'll take a minute. Like I always have to keep like a, a a protein chicken leg near me when I'm going through big crosswalks. I get it. I'm like, yeah. oh, I need I need some energy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I take <laughs> a little cross. I do a little bivouac. You know, I set up a little oh, tent, nice. tent on the center divide, wait nice. for the next light. Because uh, you gotta take you know you gotta take a, a break once in a while when you're climbing that Everest known as a uh, four lane. <laughs> intersection uh you know what speaking of treks though i have Mm. to tell you another thing that happened to me twice so i've in the last two days i've been to an amazon store it's one of those stores i don't know if they have them down is it one of those Uh, amazon go stores yeah where you where you go in and feels like you're stealing stuff but they somehow have tracked you exactly so it's an amazon fresh like grocery store that you that you can do totally without interacting with any people which is great this is my goal mm-hmm. in almost everything. Dotes. However, so I've told you in the past that I have been mistaken for the great Will Wheaton in public yeah, yeah. several times. 
I mean, uh, I've even I've even thought that when I saw you, I was like, this guy thinks he's Will Wheaton. What's he doing over here? <laughs> uh, and I've certainly mentioned it on the podcast before, but uh, it's not really the, so much the case now. The pandemic, I put on a, a couple pounds in the pandemic. <laughs> Let's just say that Will Wheaton's looking great. Uh, I've got some work to do. Anyway, I have been to this Amazon store two days in a row, and mm-hmm. there is a guy who is, I'm going to say he's working security at the door as you leave. So, each time, and I haven't seen him do this to anyone else, he does the live long and prosper fingers to me. (laughs) (laughs) And my wife, as we leave the store. And I don't know... If he is just, maybe he does this to like every random person or he just does it once in a while and this is just his thing. I haven't like sat there and observed, so I can't tell. But it mm-hmm. feels intentional and it, feel, <laughs> it feels weird. I mean, also, if he's just doing this, if this is a guy just doing Live Long and Prosper, you're awesome. I don't want to say, I feel like I'm making fun of this person at all. If they're just doing Live Long and Prosper to people, Excellent. That's a, it's a cool message to, to to give across, and it's it's great to kind of just live your nerdy, uh, to be yourself and be totally comfortable in it. I think that's awesome, but <laughs> it does also seem targeted in a way where I'm like, uh, you can't possibly think, you can't possibly think that the famous actor Will Wheaton. Mm-hmm. Who famously lives in Los Angeles is trudging through the slush in blah, 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 uh, Washington <laughs> <laughs> to go to an Amazon store to get like impossible chicken nuggets. <laughs> like, what is he? Do you think he's up there for a con? Like, Maybe Do that's your math. winter home. Oh yeah, sure. That's Will Wheaton's winter that's how, home. Yes, yes. That's how winter homes work, right? You don't yeah, you go, go somewhere where it's colder, nice. Yeah. yeah, you don't go somewhere nice to get away from the cold. You go to your Washington, where no one would go. Truly. Uh, uh, hello, it's reverse. So most people who winter have summer homes or whatever. They have their winter sure. homes so it's somewhere warmer. Maybe when it comes to people from, like, Los Angeles, they just travel to where it's colder to experience it. Yeah, so I maybe mean, this I, is this is Will Wheaton's winter home. It the, could be. The, you never know. He could I mean, be up important, here for... Yeah, go ahead. The important question here is, do you throw him a live long and prosper back? I haven't yet. I do because of the because the first time I was like okay weird because my wife saw it and she pointed it out and mm-hmm. I was like what uh, it weird okay cool whatever and then he did it again this time and I was like what <laughs> now I'm really like okay either next time I have to do it back or I have to be like hey what's up who do you think I am? <laughs> no you got to go hey what's up it is me Will Wheaton <laughs> right or Listen. you go Will Wheaton. And he'll never know the difference. <laughs> I'll be like, go Kings. Um, uh, what do you think about Stand By Me? Um, <laughs> no. 
Well, I mean, look, now you're a celebrity in the area. That's awesome. Yeah. Now yeah, go take great. that celebrity, go to Taco Time finally, and see if there's a Will Wheaton fan there. Hook you up with some extra taco-licious tacos. Yeah. No, I mean, the the thing from Taco Time that I, st- I have yet to try, but I, I must, is the rolled taco, which is very much just like, uh, uh, you know. lame burrito. Yes. Or, or yeah, I think or, it's a rolled or taco. Or taquito. It's very much like a taquito, uh, but they just call it a rolled taco. I, I think it's slightly larger. I don't know. It looks so gross, but I got to try it. Also... They put full tomato slices in their tacos, at least according yeah. to the pictures online. Yeah. And I don't I mean, get that's, it. Yeah. Because that's, I mean. It's too much. It's too much. A for effort. You've started making salsa. <laughs> yeah, it's too much. Like, There's if I a couple make the, of steps you missed. Yeah, if I got to make the salsa in my stomach, that's too much. That's right. Too much. That's where the yeah. acid comes from. Yeah. Nah, Your stomach. I, yeah. I can't handle that. I'm not, I can't do that. That's too much. And. Oh, the one thing they did get right, though, is that Taco Time, it's always Taco Time. Of course. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. It's always time for tacos. Nope. Not, but it's not always taco place. for time. It's always taco for time. Yeah, I don't think that uh, a is going to catch on, but hey, maybe. If you go oh in there, God. we'll wheaten it up, get that to be their catchphrase, get us some money. Yeah. I wonder how how far can I take it? Uh, I just discovered that uh, Taco Time uh, closed down. It's not a. It's not a. Oh no, <laughs> Taco Time was. Uh, it it just vanished. Crazy, like it never existed. Um, no, it, it. They call it the Crisp Burrito. And <clears throat> yeah, so you, so you definitely think of maybe like give me some uh, taquitos. Give me that. Give me that crisp read. It looks like a taquito chode. You know? <laughs> nope. It looks Mm-mm. like a, t- a taquito chode. Nah. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Well, I'm going to have to go for the good of the podcast. I've been uh, waiting for it. I've just been yeah. waiting. I just want to hear, like, the stomach churning that happens after you go there. Well, here's or, the deal. Okay. It's the most fantastic <laughs> thing ever. Could be. I still Could feel be. like we need, if we do this episode, mm-hmm. and also, for people who are listening right now, you're welcome for a peek behind the curtain, but yeah. uh, if we do this episode with Taco Time, and I order like all three of their crisp burritos, that's right, crisp meat burrito, crisp pinto bean burrito, and crisp chicken burrito... Wait a minute, uh, wait a minute. Why isn't uh, chicken just a subcategory of meat? I don't know. They also have a ripoff. Uh, they also have a ripoff crunch wrap, just called a tostada wrap, and it's just like a hundred percent a ripoff. <laughs> hey man, you gotta get it sometimes. You gotta get it sometimes. That is absolutely right. So, but I feel like we need you need to to find something in your area that you could try that is equally dubious. Is does such a thing exist? Can you I think mean, of anything? I mean, I live in you know San Francisco, so we don't. Uh, okay, okay, no. So There's gotta saw, be something. No, so I saw this on the Uber Eats the other day, and it made me go, "Hmm, I don't know how I feel about this." 
they have a thing called an uh, umami dog. Hmm. And they apparently just make like hot dogs with different toppings. So is it is this related at all to umami burger? No. Whoa. No. Weird. No. No. It's just something called umami dog. And, you know, I saw some had some, you know, like a, a, a chili dog, for example. But then they also had like a, um, like a uh, German bratwurst with pretzel crumble sour cream and not sour cream. Um, uh, what's it? Sauerkraut and uh, like a spicy mustard on top. Oh, and then fried onions on top of that type of dough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like it, okay. It, okay. It, it, well, that seems like a contender. Yeah. I th- I feel like it just because it's just um, funky enough. There's also a sticks, which is a, a, a Korean style corn dog place. Yes, I have a, li- I have one of those near me as well. I tried it the other day. It was w- interesting. Yeah, so there's that. Um, I can also, uh, I don't know, just order something from Papa John's. That's pretty questionable. <laughs> no, come on. We all, <laughs> everyone knows how <laughs> shitty Papa John's is. Oh, well, yeah, literally. Um, My favorite part about Papa John's? It's not the, uh, the pet of The pepper they give you. <laughs> With the pizza, mm-hmm. yeah. But I love there, a there's... little. Uh, I love a little uh, pepperoncino. Yeah, no, I don't want that. I don't need no pepperoncinis on my pizza. Uh, but I could, I could. There's definitely like questionable fried chicken sandwich places that you've never heard of before that somehow opened up. Um, okay. Yeah, well, I can find something have... questionable enough to pick up in in honor of the. Uh, taco time slash questionable food option out here. Okay, uh, so let's. Uh, what do you say? Next episode. Sure. All right. Next episode, you heard it here first. The first time we've ever previewed an uh, upcoming episode on the show. The Taco Time. Taco apocalypse has <laughs> arrived. Taco. Yep, you got it. He named it, people. That's it. The now, Taco Time Taco Apocalypse. Yeah, all right, sounds good. I can, I can get something. Uh, I'll, I'll see if there's like, yeah, I'll, I'll try to pick their funkiest ones that I know I can eat, i.e., or, you know, at least sample. I want to okay. get something that's just like, it's 100% studded with cheese. Then it's stuffed inside an artichoke that's then been deep fried in a pine cone. No, I don't want any of that. <laughs> no. You know, I'll just make sure it's like, oh, okay, I can eat that. Okay, so what I'll, I'm going to get is I'm going to get all three crisp burritos. I'm going to skip bean their and chicken. They, right, that's right. Meat, pinto, bean, and chicken. Uh, I'm going to skip over the rest of the stuff. I'm going to get one of their actual just taco tacos just to see how it is. Uh, and then I'm going to get one of their sides and it looks like they they have a stuffed mexi fries. I'm going to try the stuffed mexi fries. God. God, I really like that's like the <clears> one <throat> thing I envy about you being up in an area like that the most. It's just like it, the off-brand I get to try food. This. Well, 
Well, it's just like these off-brand food items. Like they're the like when you said Taco Time and I first saw it, I was going like, "Oh, that's from a TV show." No way does that actually exist. <laughs> yeah, I get it. It does seem like something that's in like 30 Rock or whatever as a Taco Bell analog. Exactly. Oh, you love Taco Time? Yeah, can't wait to get their tostado wrap. Nothing but wait, like let the... me show you what they have on their menu, on Taco Time's menu, under the heading empanadas. Oh, now, I want to leave open the possibility that I don't know what an empanada... I think I know what an empanada is. This has me questioning if I do. And also, uh, maybe there's other things called empanadas that are like this that I just don't know about. I want to leave that possibility open because I don't know everything. But I clicked on when they said empanadas and I saw something that has made it has made me shudder with with apprehension. Here, I'm going to oh. send it to you right now. Oh, this sweet is what Jesus. they call what is that? an empanada. <laughs> sweet Jesus. Like they both look like sores. They both look like cross sections of an alien bug. What is <laughs> well, is that supposed to be like peach and cherry? I think so. I think what they're calling an empanada is like a rolled dessert. Yeah, no, that's not an empanada. Like that's not you, an empanada. No, no, no. Like there's a empanada place by my work and they would they would ride, I think, if I said, Here's some empanadas from the Pacific Northwest. That's not an empanada. I think that's just the bottom line. Oh, man. No. Like, especially yeah, that so... one with cherry. Holy sh... That just looks like a severed <laughs> wound. Next episode. <laughs> oh, this is going to be... This is going to be a regrettable decision. Uh, and especially yeah. since I'll probably have to go to work the very next day. Yeah, you're going <laughs> to... You're look, gonna. You're gonna look at you're this. Gonna hurt. I know this is a podcast, and this is terrible because I'm referencing stuff that I'm looking at. But they call this. They call these cinnamon crustos. Crustos. I'm so jealous. It is. I am so tortilla jealous. chips with cinnamon and sugar on them. Uh, and just so you know, just so know, just so you know, mm. I'm gonna send you a picture. This is what so uh, along with all the 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 crisp burritos again, crisp burrito, so odd as a concept in, to begin with. But then uh, on top of that, I'm going to be picking up these, and I'm gonna get, send it to you right now over Discord. This is a picture of the Mexi fries. Uh, get the fuck out of the here! The stuffed Mexi get fries. The, oh God, they look so what? And they are described as, and you can go if you're curious out there of what I'm referencing. <laughs> you can go to TacoTime.com to to check these out yourself. And they are described as crispy potato nuggets filled with creamy cheddar cheese and diced jalapeno peppers. Available in small, regular, and large size. You gotta imagine I'm gonna be getting the small size. <laughs> I was like, you can get an orange. You can uh, get an orange. Oh, my Lord. That made fresh is... since 1960. 
founded in Eugene, Oregon. Oh, it's just like someone described what like Mexican food is, and then someone just made it up. Like I mean, them damn the the cinnamon crunchos is just tortillas, just spread with cinnamon sugar on it. Yep. Yep. Oh my god. Look, they were founded in 1960, John, and Taco Time has went on to become one of today's Mexican fast food restaurants. <laughs> has become a Mexican fast yep. food restaurant. Yep, has become one of today's Mexican fast food restaurants. Sweet Jesus, I'm so jealous. Yeah, because I mean, I just... like it, it was, you know it's got to be good, because it was uh, founded by a guy named Ron... F- uh, Frederick. He was a World War Two Navy veteran. Ron Frederick. <laughs> He's just like, you know what I want to make? A taco chain. Okay, where do you think you set up shop? California, Texas, Arizona, New Mexico? Nah. Oregon. He that didn't way I can... even go. <laughs> so, I, <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm I'm reading his the, the biography that is on the Taco Time uh, website, and he didn't even go to Mexico. He was selling petroleum products door to door, sounds like, or at least traveling throughout the West selling petroleum products. And he, in Southern California, he was inspired to bring. The flavors back to Eugene, Oregon. So, not even from Mexico. This is a copy of a copy, is what you're experiencing right now. That's what you're going to be experiencing. That's true. What I'm going to be experiencing next week. I think after you're done, probably you're going to look more like the empanada at the top. Yep. (laughs) Oh, God, why? That'll be. Oh, I'm so jealous. God, I wish I had a... (laughs) Like a real rank, questionable food place that you just There's, like. This Whoa. is the least sincere thing you've ever said. No, I'm show. being dead serious. I'm being dead serious. Whenever I go to places, I always try to find like those ones like this could not exist anywhere like in a metropolitan area because no one would take it seriously. But out there, you could taco time it up. We're spoiled. We are uh, the opposite What's of spoiled it? for choice. We are. We're I mean, clamoring for, uh, for, uh, you know, I think I am on a mission. I know that there is some great, uh, Mexican food around, around here somewhere, Sure, but I can't, cannot wait truly next week to experience what kind of horrors await me in, oh, uh, <laughs> a, a Xerox copy of Taco Bell. Oh, so many burps. My apologies to all the listeners out there. Uh, thank you for tuning in for burps. Well, we'll be turning in for worse next week. That's right. You'll be. T- <laughs> you want to hear someone go through uh, gastrointestinal ex- uh, distress uh, live on air? Almost, yeah, almost real time. Yep. <gasps> then, then really look forward to next week's. Uh, uh, finally, the long-awaited Taco Time Taco Apocalypse uh, shall commence. Um, John, before we sign off today, I wanted mm. to check in with you. Have you seen the Willow two-part premiere? 
So I watched one part of two part. Um, okay, well that's good enough. What did you think of the uh, What did you think of the episode that you saw of Willow? It's a show. <laughs> no, uh, actually, no, I know, I kid, I kid. Um, I have like no expectations for this. I, I, to be fair. I was never someone who was clamoring for more Willow in my life. Um, but uh, I, I thought the first episode was okay. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think certain shots made me go like, man, I, I wonder if uh, uh, Ring of Power feels mad that they were able to show such picturesque scenes just by going to a location and not having to. <laughs> CG it in, but then also you kind of go like, "Oh, that city only has like twelve people living in it." I get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, they uh, they had the cut corner somewhere, but um, yeah, I watched both episodes. I'm really enjoying it so far. I I had this weird sensation where I, I was like, "Wow, this is a continuation of a franchise that I never cared if it continued." I mean. Don't get me wrong, I actually, unlike you, what you're talking about, I loved Willow as a kid, and Willow was very, um, was something that was incredibly formative for me, and it was something that I would watch a lot. Loved sure, Willow. but were you... I thought it was directed by George Lucas, to be fair. <laughs> I didn't yeah, realize yeah. it was just produced by him, and it was a Ron Howard picture, but, uh... But I was very much on the, on the Willow train, and uh, I mean, were you clamoring for more Willow, though? No. Well, that the, the, that's what the I'm thing saying. Is, like, I don't mind Willow. From... I'm just like, eh, I didn't think I needed more. No, I I agree, but I think we we come from a different time where you would just have a lot of one off things. That's Not true. everything was like everything is looking to be a franchise these days, or at least like the really big tentpole stuff. And like, outside of James Bond, there was not that something like that that really existed when we were growing up. So it was just Willow was just some great little fantasy movie that I was like, ah, oh, I love it. It's it's I love Warwick Davis. I know he's in Star Wars, so I love it even more already. Um, but I, I yeah, I thought it was really well done, and it was like a really natural and like well thought out continuation of a story that I was like, I don't think this needs, like it doesn't need to be continued, but it fits in as a sequel better than some other like universe expanding uh, attempts that I think have been made in the past. So I was, I'm so far I'm pleasantly surprised. I can't wait to see the uh, next episode. How dare they tease me with a two parter. Uh, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Impressions, no, I- good. Yeah, I mean, I'll 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 finish it through. I forget why. Oh, because it, it was just getting late. It's just one of those things you're like, oh yeah, I forgot Willow's on the first episode. Oh, there's two of them. That's too much. I gotta go to sleep. So, yeah, they're both like it's like two hours. They're both they're not like twenty minutes or whatever. Yeah, you know, I'm looking for them snackable moments. You know, like a little bite sized Willow instead. They're giving me a full on movie almost. So I was just like, yeah. But uh, yeah, I'll watch it. I, I'm I'm in until it's over. Uh, yeah, that's good. Good enough. Yeah. Plus, we we don't have anything else. So, 
That is true. <laughs> like, I mean, it's it's been slim pickings, which yeah, is fine. You know, you know, we're wrapping out the end of the year, so. Because I, I like the only other option for me as far as genre TV goes is like uh, uh, Star Trek Prodigy, which I just have not been watching because it, it is a show that is made for kids that it feels very much like it's made for kids. It's, it's not like Avatar where you're like, there's levels of enjoyment here for whatever age you are. It's very yeah. much like, oh, this is like a show and it's very simple for, for kids. It's my opinion, but. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, you know, to get the kids introduced to Star Trek while they're younger, that's cool. We've been watching, um, it's uh, on HBO Max, The Big Brunch hmm. uh, with uh, Dan Levy. Okay, uh, from yeah. Schitt's Creek. It's yeah. a, it's a uh, competition show where everyone is so positive. And it's not like they try to hype up the you should hate this person or try to find the villain or any of that. It's just about people cooking food and like it's like just a food competition, but it's they curse, they drink. It's it's uh, it's a it's a fun show. I would actually highly recommend it if you're just looking for hmm. some sort of uh, you're just looking for like a reality TV that's probably a little closer to reality. That sounds uh, terrific. Uh, it kind of sounds like the true American version of the Great British Bake Off. You know, it has that cozy feeling, but you say they curse and people are having a little, uh, they're maybe cutting loose a little more. Sounds like oh, yeah. the good old U.S. of A. Oh yeah, exactly. It's got that. It's got that U.S. Uh, uh, that U.S. charm, but it's a, it's it's just it's just refreshing just to kind of see how they go about it. And uh, it's Sounds brunch. It's fun. one, it's one of those questionable times to eat, but all the food they cook is you know looking pretty stellar, and it's awesome. And so yeah, we've been checking that out. I think we have the final episode to watch. Uh, we'll do that soon. And then I've been rewatching because of Kevin Conroy's passing. I've been rewatching. Uh, Batman the Animated Series. So I just oh, finished that's terrific. The Grey Ghost. No, actually, I went beyond The Grey Ghost. I'm in the, possibly the worst drawn episode ever called Cat Scratch Fever. And oh. I felt like I had Cat Scratch Fever <laughs> watching it. You know what's funny is I don't remember anything about that episode, but you saying that name gave me such a visceral reaction. Like my... I have like like I have a learned sort of like repressed memory that is is like about that it's, how much I do it, like that episode. Yeah, I had to because I so I had to look up stuff. That's what I've been doing. It's like I watch it and then um, I read a little bit about it, just you know, kind of build up those uh, pop culture skills and all that stuff. Yeah, and um, I was watching, and that was the one that got them to get rid of that animation studio. <laughs> For, I you mean, know. for that animation studio, but uh, it kind of sounds like you did it to yourself. Oh, I mean, there's someone, they did not know how to draw lips. Hmm. <laughs> like, they moved all, like, it was bad. Like, there's no definition, no shape. They don't really look like any of the characters. Oh, there's scale problems. It is it is possibly worse than Christmas with the Joker, which I haven't gotten to yet. 
in terms of animation. Like, it looks... It is bad. It is just so bad. <laughs> it's I not that it. great of a, It's not that great of an episode either. But like the animation just makes it like worse. I was busy playing Marvel Snap while it was on because <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't like. I couldn't stare at it because I was getting angry every time I look. I was like, that is that is terrible. <laughs> that is generally terrible. What I, I am can't watching. watch this. <laughs> I'm just going through the motions, you know. Just. I said I would watch them. I'm watching them, but hot damn, that is terrible. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it is bad. It is bad. Uh, Pop Saga does not recommend Cat Scratch Fever. <laughs> <laughs> TM, TM, TM. TM. The song, the Batman animated episode, or the actual uh, Cat Scratch Fever. Can't yep, recommend no. it. <laughs> the whole kit caboodle. Uh, awesome. Well, I think that's going to do it for us for our inaugural winter chili chill cast. Uh, I hope you everyone had fun out there hanging out with us for a casual discussion. Uh, we certainly had a lot of fun, uh, doing it for uh, you, but without further ado, uh, take it away, Forrest Mardigan. (laughs) A big thank you to Burton M6 for all the incredible music on our show. You can find a link to his Fiverr page in our show notes. You can also find links to our social media, Discord, and merch store in our show notes as well. Just click that Pico link. From us here at Pop Saga to all of you out there, we want to say thank you for joining us. Your support means the world. We hope that you're feeling happy and healthy and we'll be back next Thursday with a brand new episode. Now here's John with one last bit of sage advice before we say goodbye. Thanks, Forrest Mardikin. Remember, folks, if the weather outside is frightful, just don't go outside. Yeah, great advice. Thank you. Hey, thank you for tuning in to all my super fans. Hope you coming back again. Got a shout out to Fresca. I know you riding with me as we pull up in the Hyundai Delhi City. <laughs> you want the hype? I gotcha. Gotta keep it locked right here on Pop Saga. Woo! Pop Saga, let's go. 